Welcome to the Savage Voice. This is Amy. And this is our second episode about renewal. We talked a tiny bit about why you picked it last week, but I wanted to have you give us a more specific definition of what renewal is in this particular circumstance and then why you picked it for now. A specific definition for renewal. You know, I think it's very simplistic. Renewal means starting something or starting something over. So it is just the beginning of things. And I think for for me, renewal, especially in the spring, spring is time of renewal, right? We've just come through a hard winter. It's cold. Everything died or withered now it's time for life to come back again and i think we're all ready for life to come back again right yeah, in more ways um, than one <laughs> absolutely one it's a great time to start evaluating the things that have gone through maybe the past year and figure out things that you want to end things that you want to start anew things that maybe you want to kind of re-engineer and refresh in your life. And this is a great time to evaluate those things. All right. So let's break those down then. So when you talk about something in your life, you want to refresh, what is that? And what do you mean by things in your life? Are we talking about great big changes, little things? And what is refreshing it mean? Okay, you asking a whole bunch of questions. I know. All in I am life. because I'm confused. Things, so. <laughs> in your life, things in your life is things in your life. But are we, I mean, it, what do you want us to be doing? I can't tell you what you're going to do. Okay. I can tell you what I do. So I look at the big kind of happenings over my last year. I look at relationships. I look at my career. I look at my, my children. I look at just the environment sometimes last year I had to evaluate the environment overall and what of those things do I need to do something and take action on so refresh maybe and refresh I like to kind of look at it the easiest example I can have about refresh is I've been married 20 next month would be 26 years when you've been with someone for that amount of time, you need to regularly check in to see what needs to be refreshed, what needs to be kind of pumped up, have things become monotonous in your life, in your relationship, and and what do you need to have conversations about, or do you need to maybe adjust some things? It's a check-in time, it's a check-in, and then once you find the things that you want to kind of change, then it's time to put some action in that. Okay. So this is first thinking and then it is acting, which is. That's all intention. I was going to say. All intentions is that thinking seems to be and a theme. <laughs> and, and it's not. And I will take it one step further. For me, it is not just thinking. It's feeling. And for me, that's a hard thing. It's, it's tapping into how do I emotionally connect with these things. So even, you know, if you're thinking about it and you wrote it down, it looks just fine and it seems just fine. What you're saying is let's go one level beyond that. And even if on paper, it looks fine. 
how do you feel about that? And if you don't feel good about that, it doesn't matter how it looks on paper. You do need to make some sort of an adjustment. Yeah, and and there are prioritizations. So you may not feel like whatever you're looking at at that moment is going to take priority, but I do check into how I feel about things. Here's another kind of caveat. If you feel nothing about it, you need to evaluate that too, because nothingness means something. All right, so let's talk about that a little more for a second. I agree. I I feel like that's some of those things in your life that you just keep on doing because you've always done them. This is the way it goes or this is the way my life's always been. Right. So it doesn't feel bad. Yeah. It doesn't feel good either. Uh, You're just like, okay, you just keep going. And it was not something that would ever smack you in the face and you'd be like, I need to think about this and change any of it. So this is a chance to really look at some of those things you normally wouldn't. They're not going to pop up even in your regular day as, hey, you need to take a minute. So if they're not, if you don't feel anything about it, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to get rid of it. No. But you need to figure out why you don't feel anything yeah. If it about feels it. like putting on socks every day, then either it is the basic component of life and, and that's just how it goes and you're okay yeah. with that. Or you've detached yourself from it because something about it does not want you to attach emotions to it. Okay. In which case, it could either be good or bad. bad. You'd have to figure out you why you're not attaching. No, see, that, that actually makes quite a bit of sense. I do think a lot of life is just this sort of uh, every day you get up and you do the things. And even yearly, there are a lot of things that we do every single year that nobody thinks much about because it's just the way we do it. And it, it takes you really looking at those and, and seeing why you still do them and if they're still even useful. Cause the other thing is you might not care one way or another about it, but it might actually not be useful for you anymore. It could be time you spend doing something that you do feel something about. Right. And I will say I came to the point of evaluating those kind of things because I found that eventually all of those things drove me to the point where I checked out because so many things became just this thing that I do. And it was no longer happiness or anything attached onto it. Mm-hmm. And and it was too many of them. Too many of pieces of my life became just things that I did. Right, which I think happens to women a lot because there's a whole lot of things that we do every day. It's part of making sure shit happens, right? right? And you're never going to get rid of all of that, but there's definitely something to be said for taking all of those things and figuring out which ones of them you may not need to do anymore or even somebody else can do them. Or you could do them differently. That's true. Yeah. That makes you feel better about it. There's lots of things I think fall into that category. I'm just saying, take a look. Right. Figure you might be fine. Everything yeah. could be fine. You yeah. never know. I'm sure these, most of the time, people aren't going to be surprised that this isn't working and it hasn't been working. And I dread this thing all the time, whether it be small or big. How, how do we go about 
taking that apart so we can understand why it is a thing that we, I'm going to say things that we dread just because I think that is a common thing that comes up. You know, you're not scared of the thing or whatever. You just really do not want to do it. It does not make you feel good. It is not. And I'm not talking about paying bills because you got to pay bills. I'm talking about other things (laughs) because nobody's like, yay, bill day. But how do you, how do you really pick that apart and figure out why, why you feel like that? Here's the thing for me, different things are going to have different answers because different things have different impacts on you. Some, some items you're going to have to go unpack with a professional. Yes. Some items you just need to start talking about them. Even if it's just with yourself, you know, why do I hate going to see I'm just going to use it as hypothetical situation. I don't <laughs> hate to go see my sister. <laughs> um, okay. But let's just say you hate to go to your sister's house. And every time you have to go there, you just get this dreadful feeling. You need to take a step back and start to say, what is it about going there makes me feel that way? And it could be a lot of things. It could be a person that's in that house. You need to start identifying the trigger that is making you feel these emotions. Right, because some of it could be have nothing to do with the house and have everything to do with how you feel about yourself and yeah. then how you present yourself when yeah. you show up at that house. It could be lots yeah. of things. Good example. Maybe your sister has a life that you want and don't have. And then it's a reminder every yeah. time you go. Go. Yeah. There's lots of different things, but you have to start evaluating what is it? Why do I feel this way when I go there? And you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. Because well, I think otherwise. that's the hard part, right? We feel these ways, but we're never honest about why we feel this way. Let's go back to this fictitious example. But if it was because you wish you had that life... You kind of feel like an asshole for not wanting to go somewhere because it almost seems like you're not happy for this other person, but you can be happy for somebody else and still, and be kind of upset that that's not you. It's not But then you have to start taking accountability, right? Right. So it's not her, it's you. (laughs) And you can't walk in and just be, you know, we all bitchy and pissy the whole time you're there. Well, your life is better than mine. It's time to see why is my life? not what I want it to be. Because also you may just want that because it looks pretty on the outside. You may not have any idea what that would be like for you. But regardless, regardless of what that looks like, I need to now take accountability for unpacking what I want. So I don't want you to get caught up with what's over there. No. Yeah. Instead of saying, well, I want to be her. What do I actually want to be? What would make me feel how I think she feels. Cause I think some of it is, would be, you know, I think her life is this way. I think she feels this way. And like, you need to look at how you want to feel. Yeah. But even if you do think she feels that way, and even if there is a picture of what you want for me, if there's a picture of what I, what I want, 
I don't even start to evaluate all of those things, like why she feel that way or why I think it's happiness. But if that's the picture of what I want, what in my life have I not done or need to do to start painting that picture that way? You can't even start to begin to unpack what's in that picture. No, well, true. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so that that's part of what this is. So then. the work has to come back to you. Always. 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 What about things that we decide we want to get rid of? I mean, part of renewal, I think when you think about it spring at cleaning. first, yeah, there's that. But you like, if you have to spring clean your life, yeah, <laughs> that's scary. It is scary. It is scary to it's look scary. and be like, you know what? I don't want this thing and in my life. And sometimes you can't get rid of it immediately, right? Mm -hmm. You have to make a choice that you want it out and then make an action plan of how to get it out. You know me, I'm the queen of action plans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just making the decision of doing something doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. No, you can sit with that decision forever. Yes. So now if you make that decision and you need to get rid of it, whether it's a job, a person, a, a place, it's now how do, how do I start the process of ridding myself of that? And, and you have to start with little steps, right? Little steps. So what do you mean by little steps? Little steps. So if I want to move, I don't want to be in my house anymore. I can't just leave and go to another house. I have to look at what do I need to do in my house to sell it? Right. Do I need to fix stuff? And then I need to start doing those little things in order to prepare for the big thing of selling the house. Let's talk about the people though because that's people. sticky <laughs> like it's much I, worse I purposely didn't use that example <laughs> I know but I want to I last week uh not last week the week before when I was talking to Barbie one of the things that happened for her this year was she specifically looked at how certain people in her family even were making her feel and she had to make a conscious decision to stop dealing with them for her own well-being. And I have a feeling that there's a lot of people who figured some of that out this year. And it's going to be interesting once everybody doesn't have this excuse of, well, we can't get together because of COVID, where you're going to have to make actual decisions about whether or not you're going to continue to see people that you haven't seen. Right. I've spoken to enough people they're like you know i'm not so sad that i didn't have to see so and so and it's been really easy not to pretty soon i'm not gonna have that easy excuse and i'm gonna have to actually make a decision yeah this is hard for me to talk about because i am a person who can literally cut you off and you're dead to me i've known that and noticed that about <laughs> you yeah <laughs> and, and you know, I think it's a protection mechanism for myself. Uh -huh. um, but I, I know so many people who are not like that. I think the first thing I would do, and, and I kind of do it automatically, is to determine what are my boundaries with this person. And when I look at the boundaries, I have to look at it in what is this relationship. Family boundaries are a little bit different right. or harder than like a friend 
boundary because right. a friend is not is not blood. It's not quite as complicated. It can be, but it it's not usually be, as it's, complicated. It's, it's usually not as complicated, right? They're not your sibling that you're going to see every Thanksgiving at your parents' house. Right, right. So you have to really think about what boundaries can I truly set that I can keep that are realistic. Yeah. For, for you. For you. For you. Yeah. Yeah. So you can say one of the things that I had to determine about one of my boundaries is when the conversation gets to a point where it's no longer effective, I will just end the call. Oh, oh that's actually great. Yeah. Yeah. Because me and my family tend to get very fired up on topics that we don't agree upon. Mm-hmm. It is no longer anything productive happening. Right. So it's better to just be like, done. Bye. Yes. Like, let's not let yeah. this get into. So something I literally say, you know what? At this point, this is not working. I think we should both just go our separate ways. And we're not going to have this conversation. It's funny because I do that too more now and I didn't before, but I'll just say, I don't think we, we don't need to talk about it anymore or just something easy. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll just say, you know what? I hear you. And then move on. <laughs> or I'll, I'll be like, I got to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that that's where if it's a friend, it's a little bit easier yeah. to be like, look, you're toxic. I've decided I'm not going to deal yeah. with you. And you don't even necessarily have to say that to their face, right. but you can make the decision to say no. But I think with family, it gets so much more complicated because you're right. There's holidays, there's funerals, yeah. there's so many funky relationships <laughs> that are going on that if you upset one person, you could upset 10. You didn't even know. And also like if I, fall out with my sister i still love my nieces and nephews right those get so complicated but that doesn't mean you have to just sit there and let people treat you like crap either no there's a balance there that you can create yeah and i think the biggest thing you do have to understand is you have to verbalize how you feel see i think most people don't want to do that i know right (laughs) I just want it to go away, right? but I don't want to tell people how I feel about it. I just want them to stop. Well, if they don't know how you feel about it, they have no reason to stop. There are situations where you need to get somebody else like a therapist involved because it's too crazy and you can't do it yourself. But there's, I think people would be surprised how often if you say, you know, that I don't like when you say that thing, the person has no idea that it would bother you oh. at all. Like, oh, I can stop that. Yeah. But but you've been upset about it for years and yeah. they always talk about it and they have no clue yeah. that you're upset. And this way, it, you've easily cleaned up that situation and all you had to do was say something. something. You just had to say something. It's time to focus on yourself and commit to your own self-growth. Savage Intentions provides tools, structure, and support rooted in feminine energy and the feminine experience. Step away from the distractions and stresses of every day and hold space for self-improvement and discovery. Find your energy, harness your emotions, 
and make small changes leading to overall fulfillment, it's time to take action and start your journey surrounded by a community of support. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about the Savage Intentions programs and choose the one that's right for you. So let's get into then renewal of these relationships where you're like, nope, this, I cannot, this is not good for me. I really do think there's going to be a lot of people making either two kinds of decisions coming up here. Either I really did miss that person who I thought wasn't that integral to my life, Mm -hmm. but not seeing them on my weekly, monthly, whatever random basis has really put a hole in my life that I wasn't expecting over the past year, especially. And then there's going to be some people that you thought you could never spend time without, that your life wouldn't be the same, that you can't even imagine that no matter how they treat you, you've been friends for so long. Of course, you're never going to not be friends with them. And so there's going to be a whole lot of people having to reckon with all of those. You spent so much time with somebody. <laughs> True. You realized. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> if you've had a relationship where p- two people work a lot and they don't see each other see very each much, other, and then now for a year you've been working at home together, yeah, ready to stab each other. I think there's, it's been interesting because it seems like it's either that or people realize I actually really do like this person. Yeah. I forgot how much I like yeah. this person. Yeah. I forgot that it's easy to be with them. And I'm not that anything has been easy, but it's sort of a reminder of why you chose, chose to be them. with them yeah. in the first place, yeah. because this is the person that you wanted to ride all this right. crap out with. One fun, but that's the person you right. wanted to be with. Because they made it easier. Yes. It might not have been easy, but being with that person made it easier. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So and there's I, lots of stuff going on right now. I so. really do think this coming at the same time that a lot of stuff is starting to change, change. because of COVID yeah. and people are going to be able to start making some different choices. It really is going to put that in people's heads. And I think those relationships that you need to end, the renewal part is about you. Right. It's, it's, it's re-engineering yourself, one, for acceptance. Two, I think for me forgiveness is going to be a big part of that and three is what actions are you going to take to set those boundaries yeah i think for for me i have to look at why i wanted that person originally in my life if that still was what they were giving me and if it was, is that something that I actually still need? There is something to be said for sometimes there are some people that are in your life for a certain amount of time because yeah, they need to be. Some and they people don't are in your life for a season. Right. Right. And we act like we're not changing. We're constantly changing as people. We grow. We, we get more information. We get more experiences. I'm amazed that so many people can have friendships from like elementary school and you're still friends and and you're grown adults because people change so much through all of those phases. I think that's where for me forgiveness comes in is it's okay to not want this person in your life. 
Right, and, and it doesn't always have to be a big, huge, they were horrible, no, now I don't want to deal with no. them anymore. Sometimes it's just... Just life changes. Yeah, and they're not as big a part of my everyday as they right. used to be. Because you can redefine what relationships look like as well. And yeah. that doesn't mean you have to get rid of them completely, no. but maybe they look different. Yeah, and people can play different roles in your life. It... It's not like you signed up to play the same thing for the rest of your life. You can play a different role in somebody's life. Other people can change their roles in your life. And it's okay. You know, I love my friends dearly, but my life is so busy that I don't have a lot of time to interact with them and go places and do things. But we're adults now and we have children and now we have grandchildren. So our lives look different. That doesn't mean we love each other any less. Right. It just means that we just have different roles to play in our own lives and that we accept each other as we can play in in each other's lives. And that's okay. Yeah, I think that my best friendships are exactly the same way, that everybody recognizes that everybody else is constantly changing. We still care about each other, but nobody's like, you didn't call me for two weeks. How come? Everybody knows everybody else has got something else going on. But if you need them, they're there. They're there. You can call them. You can talk to them. They will do it. My friends know you might not catch me for dinner (laughs) or to go out somewhere but if you call me at two o'clock in the morning and say hey i need you to come get me i will get in my car and come get you yes yes <laughs> those are the kind of friends i have too i have one from college actually who i will periodically be like i really need to talk to somebody and i'll just walk around my yard and talk to her on the phone because that's part of what we've always done and that's what she does but she's not like, how come you only want to talk to me when you do things stuff that out? Yeah. yeah. Like we don't we don't chat. Yeah. We're not chatters. That's not what our relationship has become. Right. And that's fine. We're yeah. both fine with that. Yeah. I do think that looking at all of those things and being able to say, okay, yeah, those are relationships that are good for me. Here's the the ones that are around me all the time that are good for me. Maybe they're not like the closest best friend I've ever had, but they're an important relationship for me. And then there's some people who you really don't need to see anymore. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. I think sometimes we feel like we have to explain our way all the way out of those relationships. And I don't know that that's I think true. Sometimes, sometimes if you just keep it going you know you've been in COVID you ain't talked to them you ain't go, went out with them just leave it there yeah this is kind of given a lot of people yeah, a little bit easier out. way to this do it out. COVID is your out yeah uh, <laughs> but you have to at least know that you want the out because yeah. somebody's going to call you it's no. time to block the numbers no don't do that <laughs> I feel like that's completely against everything you just said <laughs> Though easier. Oh, no. Until you see them at the grocery store or something and you're like, shoot. What happened? I got a new phone. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's not as hard as we try to make everything, but sometimes you do have to have the conversation. Yeah. but And, and, And it doesn't have to be an ugly conversation. It's just a conversation of, you know what? I have a lot going on. 
And, you know, right now I don't have time to invest in this. Which I have to say, that is something that has changed for me. I'm glad that I am older when it comes to those kind of discussions, because when I was in my early 20s, those discussions were long and ridiculous and everybody's feelings were hurt forever and there was always lots of crying and other things i'm sure not for you but for me that's (laughs) yeah i'm in that mix yeah they they were just they were these big huge things and i think people's feelings got hurt worse because of the way we tried to approach each other not even always not not be friends anymore it was like i need to fix my friendship with you we're gonna have to have these big long super in-depth discussions that neither one of us knew what the fuck we were doing we didn't know why we weren't happy with each other we didn't know what else we wanted we didn't know why we were upset in general i think most of the time it had very little to do with that person Person. and a lot to do with the rest of your life being just you know, when you're in it your early 20s, it's kind of crazy. You don't always know what's going on. Lots of people are at different places. And now I feel like I'm more willing to just sit down and go, I am not okay because of this thing. How are you feeling? They can talk to me. We can get it done and move on from it. Or I don't like this. I need this to change about our relationship instead of it being weeks and weeks of these really drawn out discussions. Yeah. We always seem to have conversations that other people are doing things and that's why we need them out of our lives. Sometimes it's us. A lot of times. You know, sometimes we just cannot give any more to that person. And that person has been used to a certain amount of attention or whatever it is that we've given to them. And we no longer can give that. Yeah. So that is not that person's fault. No, that's something that changed about you. Yeah. And you, but you have to be honest with yes. them about the fact that, that you're, that's not something you yeah. can do. You talked about it a little bit earlier is that a person, you know, comes into your life and they have something at that point that you needed or you wanted and then you no longer need yeah. and want it. And that doesn't mean they're horrible and you no. hate them forever. It just means that that's not where everybody is. And the right thing now. is, it has nothing to do with them, right? Most of the time, no. Not not in these situations we're talking about. No, if, if it has to do with, with them, if we're it's something else. With, yeah, if it's, if we're honest with ourselves, that and that person has not changed. We've changed. We've changed. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, I think it's yeah. actually good. It would be odd not to. Especially if you're in a younger phase of your life. Yeah, I feel like that cha- those changes happen constantly. I, for some crazy reason, when I would, you know, when you're in high school, I was like, I'm going to be done and then I'm going to be a grown up and I'm going to know everything. And that was like, <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> I was smoking that day, but <laughs> not true. And the difference between when I was like 21 and 30 was. I can't even begin to describe how many things change. And yeah, a lot change between 30 and 40, but not the same. Not in the same just drastic ways and not so quickly. So I I know we've talked about how we're sort of the the old ladies in in the group. And I know there's there's actually a lot of listeners our age, but there's also a whole lot of listeners on the younger end. And I, I, I... 
I wish that someone had said some of that to me in a way, and I. But I also wish I'd fucking listened because I'm sure somebody, somebody tried, and I somebody was like, "Somebody told us." You don't like, know. <laughs> you don't you're know what old. you're doing. You're so old. You're thirty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God, <laughs> I did think that was old. Oh my! But I, I wish I'd known that. Yeah. I wish I'd known that. I that I could make some of those decisions, but that also things were going to change enough that if I rode some things out that weren't truly horrible for me, it's going to basically change and fix itself anyway. That I didn't need to be constantly all on top of making sure everything and every relationship was the most perfect version of itself that it could be because that's fucking exhausting for everybody. And it wasn't necessary. Right, right. When it starts to feel like work, yeah, it becomes a little daunting. And it becomes... It's no longer fun, air quotes. And and when you start to make things feel like work, then you start to detach from them. Yeah, which is exactly what I did for a lot of those things. I think any good relationship, you do put some work into it. Oh, but it shouldn't be all work all yeah. of the time. Especially if you're building a life together with somebody. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So just, you know... If you're in your 20s, it's okay. And you you don't have to make everything perfect right this second. Yeah, it'll be all right. Because it'll probably it, be different change. in six months. It'll change. <laughs> if you don't like it now, it's going to change. It will. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I, I just want to end this with some of your thoughts on why you think this is so important. Why do I think renewal is important? Yeah. Because I think all things have a cycle. All things have a beginning and an end. And constantly in our lives, we're running through lots of beginning and endings, but we never stop to think about them. We're just in a loop. And when you start to feel like you're running on a hamster wheel and never getting off, that's because you're not evaluating the beginnings and endings of things. I think that's something I don't do well, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because I remember for years thinking I wish I was back in a school year system because mm-hmm. it was an automatic restart mm-hmm. and holidays don't do that for me, but they're kind of the only big markers that a lot of people have anymore. I never have a really good time to just go, you know what, I, I need to sit down and, and think about my life how I feel about it, all these different things and what I like and don't like what I want to change, what I don't. I don't think I ever really had a specific time. I would just wait until I couldn't stand something anymore. And I'm like, I'm out. And then I'd be done. This idea of doing that for yourself on your own time with your own life cycle makes so much more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you're on the other side, you know, the planets and and the earth gives you that so solstice is a good time so you have spring solstice summer solstice fall solstice and winter solstice those are all great times if you're like i need to pick something those are great times because those are all about transformation and change beginnings and endings Mm -hmm. so Okay, explain to the those of us who don't know what a solstice is. Solstice, I mean, I kind of do, yeah. but... Solstice just is it's the 
is the change in the day. Spring solstice was on the 20th, I believe. So that's going to be like the longest day <laughs> of that cycle. cycle. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. I thought it was all moon stuff, but I didn't think it had to do with the length of the day. I don't know why. I got to 46 and sun. did not it's know. It's actually sun. Oh, solstice is sun. wow. I'm a hot mess. Then. <laughs> Thank God I met you. I would have never known that. <laughs> okay. Why did I think that would be lunar cycles? Not as, yeah. Okay. I'm smart right here. <laughs> got it together. Hey, that's, that's Look, you learn something a new. Village, this is a true. <laughs> I bring you, think. I bring you all kinds of weird stuff from other places. And then you tell me about what a solstice is. Yes, there you go. Cause I never really paid attention. I do like that. Those are four too, because yeah. that gives you enough time to have implement, implement things yeah. and yeah. see, eh, you know, like, where am I? Cause the other thing, it, not checking in enough is a problem, but if you check in too, too often, much, you're, then you never feel like you get anywhere because you haven't done the thing. Right. And then you second guess it. So you're constantly making little changes. changes. So you don't ever actually get anywhere. Yeah. So this idea of doing it periodically on this schedule is nice. Yeah. And if you're a business person, it's a quarter. That's, <laughs> It's true. Quarter. True. And you should evaluate your business plan every quarter. Okay. So it's a life. It's basically yeah. a, a life plan. You can't check in with 50 million things in your life. No. You know what the big rocks is, are. Why? Because you feel them in your body. You feel them in your gut. It doesn't feel good. And sometimes literally it makes you sick. So trust your instinct. Trust your body. Trust what your gut tells you because it doesn't lie. And then sit down and let's figure something yes. out. Well, we will talk to you next week. I will be here with Nikki and we're going to talk about renewal with her, which she's just done a ton of renewal. She just she moved did. into a new house, all kinds of stuff. We'll talk about that some. So we will talk to you later. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye.